This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Screencast, kind of funny's only entertainment-based podcast where we come together and we talk about movies, TV shows, and streaming services. If you want to catch us live, you can go to twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames at around 11.20 and watch us stream there. If you don't have time to catch us live, that's fine. We're posted on YouTube and Rooster Teeth, so go find us there. If you don't want to look at our mugs while we're talking, you can go to your favorite podcast services and find us there. I was trying to remember the name of the other. Like we used, to use, we used SoundCloud, and then I was like, what was the other one we used to use? Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Bandcamp. Bandcamp, right. yeah. Back in the day. There was another one, though. Streamlabs? Not Streamlabs. Uh, well, SoundCloud, like, distributes everything to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Bandcamp is where you used to have to pay to get it early. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you want to help support us, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, where you could sign up at any tier to get us, at not any tier, at, at some tier Lots to get us ad-free. Yeah. 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 You could also be it's a part of the tier. show. Mm-hmm. You sign up for the fans here. The bronze tier. Oh, it's so good, too. You can be part of that show, KFAF, all the shows. Oh, all the shows. That's true. That's true. It is. Listen, I'm always, I'm always out there. I'll Cross always be you know? closing. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? I got it. Always be promoting I ABP. And I am low energy today. I, I am your host, Kevin Coelho. And to my immediate right, one Nick Scarpino, the man with the hey, three-fingered movie review. Nicholas. Yes, sir. You watch anything good? Uh, you know, last days? weekend I watched, uh, I sat down and watched I, but what I think is the final season of Jessica Jones. It is indeed. Now, mm-hmm. here's the deal about Jessica Jones. Tell me about um, it. I've been a fan of that show since season one. I know it's mm-hmm. been a polarizing show because some people didn't like season one. Really? Uh, a lot of people, season two was very weird. I thought yeah. LP... I, I, I feel season like most, one was well received. Yeah. Season yeah, was two like was... Is that, is that how it was? Because well, yeah. I, I loved the Kilgrave season, which was season yeah. one. Season two, weird. we all got through. Um, season three came out. <laughs> I, I did. I, I watched the whole thing. I, I, mean, I, just, I don't know what it is about this sh- the show, but I like the detective vibe. I like yeah. that it's different. There's not to me um, a superhero show or a movie like that that has mm-hmm. that sort of darker, like noir tone to it. And so mm-hmm. I really dig that. I like Kristen Ritter. Um, for Straight. the most part, sure. I like the people they bring in sure. for, the, for the rest of the cast. This season is unfortunately. It's it's so hard to like. Mm. There's mm. so many good elements of it, but there's so many cringeworthy elements of it as well. And it just it's like it 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 it, it sort of smacks with sort of the death throes of something that once was great. You know, <laughs> not you, a you good get to the end of it and you're like, then, huh? okay, yeah. I I definitely think it's worth watching if you like these characters. Um, there's some interesting things that happens to them. How they get there is weird. Sure, sure. But uh, I think the bad guy is pretty compelling in this one, and mm. uh, I think that there are some interesting things that they, that they do. Um, and overall, I just, I, I again, like I said, I think it's just I love noir. I'm a sucker for noir detective stories. Mm. Uh, I love that it's in New York. I love the shoot in New York. Uh, so it's good. I don't know, but, uh, wait, but wait, don't. Wait. So you think season three is good? I think it's it's it was enjoyable. Let's put it yeah. that way. 
There are there are all thirteen episodes of it. There are a really solid a solid seven episodes that are fun. Got it. And a solid f- literally at a certain point they ran out of shit to do. They just started telling the story from someone else's perspective. And I'm like, don't do that. Let's not do that. And it's the person that I least like in this whole thing, mm. which is uh, it ends up being her friend Trish, yeah, who plays a bigger role in this one, yeah. Uh, and I just they just gave this poor actress nothing good to say. Oh, Man, the writing bummer. is just bad. Her writing is so Sounds bad. Like not a show that. But you Jessica need Jones to watch. and the the new guy in her life, they have a really good chemistry uh-huh. and they have really good banter back and forth. So it's 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 hard. To say, I recommend the show, but it's hard. It's 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 hard to not have criticisms of it because there's so many moments you're like, God, that's so off. And mm-hmm. then they'll have some other moments you're like, Oh, this is cool. This is fun. This is what I want from Jessica Jones. Um, and I don't even remember really what happened last season, except I think it was with her mom. And there was some interesting moral stuff there. I don't even remember. It's just it's always like one episode you're like, Oh, that was pretty cool. And the next episode you're like, Oh my, that was so fucking cringeworthy that you might as well bring back Foggy from from Daredevil. And we all know how much I hated that fucking character. <laughs> like bring great. him. Oh, he was the worst. You're the worst. The moral center, the moral high ground, the guy that's just complete, like all upside, all, oh God, Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, Terrible. optimism, you know? Fuck just, it. But like optimism is fine if the character is optimistic. And this is, this is another, uh, another issue I have with the Jessica Jones franchise is that she's the opposite, right? She's always the, the negative curmudgeon. Mm-hmm. And at a certain point, you're like, can you just not like you not haven't you can't possibly have that many bad days. Like at some point, you're going to be in a slightly better mood. Yeah. Do you always have to act so get like, a free one, coffee? It's, it's all so one dimensional. And then occasionally you get moments where she does have a little bit more dimensions and you're like, oh, that's cool. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you're a fan of the Marvel TV shows that were on Netflix, I definitely might as well finish it out. But just get through like. Just for Christ's sake, just Marvel or Disney, if you're watching, make six episodes. Six to eight episodes. 13 that's episodes for the last... Fucking it, that's ridiculous. A it's a lot. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Six to eight, I think, is the sweet spot. Hmm. And to your immediate right and my immediate left, one Joey, the movie bros herself, Noelle. Hello. What's up, Jay Noelle? How you doing? I'm doing good. What did y'all see last night? Y'all go to the Thursday night movie squad. We got the Thursday night movie squad, which is usually just me and Kevin. Yeah, uh, it's a good squad. So we watched movie yesterday. Bros. Oh. Yesterday. Yeah. I want to see that this weekend. Is it? Is it? I had fun. Okay. I, yeah, I that's I enjoyed it. Like reviews that it's I, at like I saw. It's like 60% on Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. Yeah, I think it's better than that. Yeah. But Not just, much better. I feel like it's <laughs> worth it just to hear the Beatles music. Totally. It, and and he's, like, like that he's a really good performer. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know that guy's name, but I... I, 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 uh, I uh, just judging off of the trailer and seeing it, I'm like, this guy needs to be a big star. He's mm. got what it takes. He, he really does a fantastic job. The movie is, I'd say, a lot of fun. There are some romantic aspects that are kind of like whatever. I mean, but I'm not... Here's my, yeah. here's, here's my question to you guys. I'm going in expecting it to just be a kind of a fun couple hours, and that's it. I don't think it's going to be the... It's, it looks to me like it's kind of not... I'm not going to say service level, but mm-hmm. exactly what you're getting in the trailer is what yeah. you're getting to yeah. hours. That's and, all and, I care. That's that, all I want. And that's it. And right? if that's where your, your bar is, You're gonna. I think you're going to have good. a good time. Like I'm not expecting it to be like yeah. book smart where I'm like, this. No. there could be a yeah, lot yeah, more yeah, depth yeah. to this trailer. And then when I go, I'm like, I'm blown yeah. away by it. It's one of my favorite movies of the year. It's a fun concept that I think is well explored. The ending, without going into spoilers... I personally didn't love. Well, it gets a little spoiler. weird. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, um, yeah. You, I mean, the whole movie you assume is going to be weird because it it wraps up a little bit. Yeah. There's always that like suspension of disbelief you have mm-hmm. to of course maintain yeah. with this. Um, yeah. I thought it was fun. I I like Lily James. I like Lily um, James. Too. Me too. She's really fun. I think she was fun in this. Um, there are fun 
side characters that I think make the movie really fun. Absolutely. I feel like the movie did a really good job casting everyone. Yeah. Like I don't think that there's anyone like Kate McKinnon McKin- McKinnon McKinnon is in it and mm-hmm. I love her. She like they use her just the right amount. Yeah. And she's so good. I like that line she yeah. has in the trailer where she's like, We're gonna write a bunch of songs and we're gonna make a bunch of money and we're gonna take most of it. Yeah. And that's yeah. totally that's totally her character. character. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Um, yeah. And I feel like I think with her sometimes stuff is like put too much of her in mm-hmm. and so you get kind of over it and I think this is like a good amount. The only other thing I really remember her seeing her in was the go- 2016 Ghostbusters. And I liked her in that. Yeah. Well even like, like some so much. Her SNL comedy. stuff. Like, she was in some movie. What was the name of that movie? The the, the one where the, the, it's like a bachelorette party and they accidentally kill someone. Is that with Kate McKinnon? I don't McKinnon? think I ever saw it. Yeah. Uh, Girls Night Out maybe? Girls Night No maybe. Yeah. One was, with, one was with Scarlett Johansson. I mean I know that. And then there was another one with I think Tiffany Haddish had one. I don't know. And then, but then I, and then, I don't think I don't think Kate McKinnon was in the Tiffany Haddish one though. She was in one of them, and she plays she plays in Rough Night is what someone said. Yeah, Rough mm-hmm. Night's it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's what Nerd Today in the chat said. Yeah. Thanks, Nerd Today. Um. So yeah, we saw that, which yeah. was really fun. And then over the weekend, I watched uh, Escape Room, mm. which was like a movie that came out. Oh earlier yeah, that was like that, year, that horror year. movie where they all go to like the. They get invited to like a thing at a corporate mm-hmm. thing, and then they got to get out of it. And yeah. it turns out it's one where, big Where did you room. see that? Uh, we rented it. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. it's on. I think it was like Apple TV or yeah. whatever. It's it's exactly what you think one of those movies mm-hmm. is going to be. I think it's an interesting concept. I like all those puzzly type things. It's kind of saw esque, but not as gory. Sorry, it's a, real quick. Uh, people are saying the Spy Who Dumped Me was the other movie that I oh. remember seeing. Cam McKinnon oh. and I fucking love that movie. That movie's it was coming way to better than I so thought it was going to be. Yeah, stupid fun. I'm glad I, mean, I noted that again. Yeah. You know, right in the middle of the scale there. Not a good movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But when it catches you in the right mood, it's stupidly well, fun. Well, when you have low expectations, oh, for zero it, expectations. It's, it's it's a way more. You're fun at than your sister in law's house. We can't decide on which movie to watch. We just ordered pizza. Just yep. throw on this movie. Mm-hmm. We're just doing that. That's all we're doing tonight. That's the kind of movie it is. Yeah. Ours but. was we were stuck in El Paso, Texas. Yeah. My friend pregnant couldn't drink. We couldn't go out. It's like, oh, well, I guess we're watching a movie. Yeah. That's why you don't have kids. That's just two now. Well, let me tell you, anything that where you can't drink, <laughs> They're cute. I don't want to do it. <laughs> no. I don't want to do it. You don't even drink that much. It's true, but I like my freedom. I like you the like opportunity. You have to be able to do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Anyways, it's fun. They set it up for a sequel, which I heard we're getting next year, 2021, something like that. Yeah. Something. That I think right. it's fun if you, I don't know. I like horror movies, and I feel like my bar for those is fairly low because they tend to garner that kind of reaction. But it was a fun afternoon watch. Um, it's probably similar to The Spy Who Dumped Me. Oh, I'm like, sure it is. I yeah. still, You know, it reminds me, I still need to see the uh, Death Day movies. I gotta watch. They Happy are. Hit. Those are actually good. I yeah, know, I have to watch <laughs> yeah. these movies. I might be watching this weekend. They they really are. I very much enjoy both of them. God you don't like? Yeah. Do you like horror movies? I like camp horror movies. Okay. So like for instance, um, I stayed away from uh, Drag Me to Hell for the longest time oh, until really? until so I finally realized that it was because I was like, oh, it's Sam Raimi, but he made a horror movie, and then people were like, no, it's a Sam Raimi movie. Yeah. Where it's like snap zooms and gore and people throwing up blood on each other. I was like, oh, I'll watch. So shit like that, I yeah. don't mind. And watching the trailer for Happy Death Day 2 uh, to you, mm-hmm. I, I, yes, this yeah. is a movie up my alley. <gasps> oh my there gosh. The man, Finally. the myth, the legend. One Josh McCuga just walked in. Yeah, you can, yeah. You, wanna sit, you can come sit and say hi to the folks on the, uh, 
on the shock mic. Can you give me a hug? Give me a hug. It's not professional to come on a show. Well, we're not really professional. so excited. Very excited. We're not professional. You can catch Josh on We Have Cool Friends on Monday. You can also Google an amazing clip of Josh from, I guess, people from the movie Us decided to deliver some stuff to him, and he screamed for 45 minutes straight. It's one of my favorite things I've ever seen. scary cat. Yeah. You know, great. you know, we fantasize about renting out an entire theater and just putting you and Andy in the middle of it. We have had this conversation. I bring this up for all it the too. time. We were thinking for it maybe too. we want to just rent a theater out, maybe. put you and Andy in there, and just stick a GoPro on happens. you guys. Yeah. Do you want to join us for the Conjuring interview? Greg and I are trying to pitch that. No, no he doesn't. It's want not it. confirmed. Stop. Greg and I are pitching it. Andy also had a big. That was a cool high five too. That was a great high five. Um, but yeah, that's all I watched. It's been a quiet week. Yeah? It's been busy. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I watched a couple things, uh, finished off The Expanse. Oh yeah, you were talking mm-hmm. about that. It uh, is phenomenal. Good. I really enjoyed it all the way through. See, three seasons. There's Maybe a I'll start watching that. I, it's kind of slow, but like, it's a good kind of slow. Like okay. it's methodical. It builds. There's, you jump in and it's like they throw you in the middle of this world mm. that is really dense or this universe that's really dense. And like they start throwing out terms and stuff and you kind of have to kind of be like, what does that mean? And then they, you know, give you more context. And you're like, oh, that's an offensive term for people that live on meteorites or, you know, asteroid. Asteroid. Yeah. 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 That's and, cool. And it's like, oh, that's really cool. Um, and the story, like... If it were to have ended with season three, I think like it still would have been great. But like we're getting a season four, I'm excited to see what that looks like. Um, this show is one of those that's like always in around. I just mm-hmm. don't I have no context. Well, for it, it was made by Sci-Fi. Yeah. Um, but they set the bar really like at a good place, like where like it looks good and the acting's great. Um, and then it got canceled recently, and Amazon picked it up, so now it's going to be on Amazon Prime for that's season cool. four. Yeah. Um, I also watched Bob Lazar, 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 uh, Area Fifty One, and the Flying Saucer, which was interesting. Yeah, so I recommended that you watch this based on uh, they, uh, Joe Rogan had Bob mm-hmm. Lazar on his podcast, as well as the director whose uh, whose name I can't remember because he's got four names. Sure. Um, <laughs> but I listened to this, and obviously Rogan, uh, you know, used to do a show called Joe Rogan Questions Everything, and he's been a UFO nut for a long time. And so when they start going down the rabbit hole of UFOs or conspiracy theories, is generally around the time that I tune out because I'm like, I just don't care. Oh, it's so I think cool, that stuff though. is fascinating. It's so fascinating. So, but so this interview got me because yeah. apparently Bob Lazar is one of the OG guys that uh, was, was shed some four. light. Uh, on Section 4, which is an area near Area 51, mm. um, and was the first person really to help break the idea of Area 51 before anyone really knew that back in the 80s. Um, him and, and a, a news reporter named George Knapp uh, and a few other key players who have been sort of, who have become these sort of like personalities in the world of UFO hunting and UFO chasing. Um, and so I started listening to the interview. I was like, okay, this is pretty fascinating. Yeah. Um, and he and Bob Lazar reluctantly told the story because apparently he's been pretty harassed throughout the years because of this um, uh, and apparently the government's done some harassing too and so there's lots of stuff coming to light now Allegedly. that a lot of the things that he has he claimed that he saw while working in this mm. very uh, private secret area of a government facility um, have now been sort of proven and so it's fascinating to see kind of where the where, where we'll never know obviously no yeah. one will ever know but it's interesting to see what can be proven what can't be proven and, and if there is in fact some level of uh, sentient life out there that we have that you know tech, the, the technology yeah. from uh, and what that looks at. I I like to listen to it just from a, a pure yeah. scientific standpoint of like he talks about uh, 
how they, you know, have interacted with these machines that can create gravity and how that's just light years ahead of what we can do. And like how he even talked about back in the day, like um, how gravity, the, the gravity would, you know, these machines would immerse uh, or emit a wave of gravity. And this is back when we thought gravity was a, a particle and not a wave. And now we've proven that when, you know, because of the recent stuff, I think it was mm-hmm. this year, they yeah. saw two, two gravitational pul- waves. pulsars like slam into each other. And we saw waves coming off of it. Like, oh, yeah. it's a gravity wave. Um, and then talks about element 115, which is this this element that can produce gravity or, or has something to do with this gravity drive mm-hmm. or animated drive rather. And how that was everyone's like, that's not a real thing. And then all of a sudden people are like, oh, no, we can make that thing like that's actually something we can synthesize now. So just it was fascinating what I did, what I liked. Rogan was able to sort of take the director and Bob and, and tell it in a chronological order. Mm-hmm. And I and I appreciate that and it gave context to it. And I was thinking to myself, oh, great, when I go and watch this documentary, it's going to then back up all these things they're saying in a chronological order and not be convoluted cool. at yeah. all. And it's going to fill in the blanks of and, and really kind of like, uh, you know, flesh out this story because it's a, you know, obviously a edited piece where you could take thousands of hours of footage and things like or hundreds of hours of images, things like that, put them all together in a story that's cohesive. Mm-hmm. What I got with this documentary was an art piece. Yeah, and it, and that's its biggest problem. It is trying so hard to be so, so arty, fucking artsy. hard. It's what's who's the guy that does the voice? Mickey Rourke. They yeah. got Mickey Rourke to do voiceover for it. This is, how, so this is how unbelievably pretentious this this documentary is. Jeremy Kenyon Lockyer Corbel. Is the that's, name of the director. That's a lot of names. And boy, let me tell you, he's in a lot of this movie. A lot really? of this movie. A lot yeah, of this yeah, movie. Yeah. As the director? He breaks yes, one of my, too much. He breaks a cardinal rule of mine when it comes to documentary. Like, don't make any bones about it. Most documentary films aren't objective. It's impossible to remain 100% mm-hmm. objective in anything you do. Yeah. Like you have a perspective that you're telling from and I get that. But when you literally are the first person I see in the documentary and you're the director, I'm like, oh fuck, we're in for we're in for another one of these fucking things. The guy's in it more than Bob Lazar and the fucking thing's called Bob Lazar. Which is unfortunate because the Bob Lazar parts I think are oh, the absolute, best part. When he sits and draws the things, yeah. you're like, that's what I wanted. I just wanted an yep. hour and a half of him going, I was this per-. Like all I needed to do was start with that interview where he's he's in the fucking yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, the 1980s where he's like you know he in did silhouette. A, like yeah silhouetted interview where he like this is where it all it came to from start there he... and then and then come to real time and mm-hmm. then tell the story mm-hmm. from the beginning he was young he was a kid he was a guy that put a rocket ship on the back of his car and then he got recruited he was a you know an engineer that mm-hmm. I think had gone to MIT yeah well and he got allegedly well because that yeah. th- like the 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 like the There's, stuff that they have <laughs> that are like it, so he allegedly went to MIT and then worked at another company, Los Alamos. Los uh, Alamos, which is a which is an Air Force base, I believe. Right, and okay. according Near to MIT and Los Alamos, he did not right. go to any of those things. But but they have since found uh, like, found like a yearbook, oh, yeah, yeah, a like yearbook. That, right? and well, they didn't find a yearbook, but they found for Los Alamos, they found a phone directory with yeah. his name in it. Mm-hmm. And then he has literally friends who are like, "No, he went to college with me." Like, you can't erase. You, you, he, and you went to college. Like, yeah. he went to places. I love conspiracy yeah. theories. It's, like, really, it's really cool. Those, Why are you erasing him from yeah. all of these things? Great Those question. moments are really cool, but it is just cluttered with all these other... It's so, like, the, this is how pretentious this thing is. It starts with the director walking through a desert, and the sky has been composited out, and he's put stars moving fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it goes, Bob Lazar, uh, Area 51, and Flying Saucers, or the Flying, whatever the fuck it is, singular, I can't remember. Uh, and then right. Mickey Rourke starts in with a very philosophical VO that makes no sense. No sense. And then we go, we get a few more scenes, and then we see Bob Lazar, and then we get the interview, and then we get another fucking title screen that says Bob Lazar and the Area 51 flies out. I'm like, two times. And then at the end, 
they do another title screen. I'm like, bro, yeah. like this story could have been told. So, it would have been one of the most compelling documentaries I've ever seen. But it's so convoluted, and there's so many narrators and so many voices being told that I'm like, I don't know. I'm actually, I finished the documentary more confused than when I finished the podcast. I was like, are you yeah. fucking kidding me? Not to mention the fact this guy makes fireworks for a living. I'm like, that's cool. I don't. Can we talk about that? Like, yeah. I don't know. He's a fascinating human being. Yeah. It just needed to be about Bob, but instead the director made it about him and the other Conspiracy, guy and him yeah. and the other and like this other person and him and him. And I'm like, and then Mickey Rourke keeps coming up saying nonsensical like, things. I'm just an old burned out piece of meat. I'm like, all right, Mickey Rourke. Jesus Christ. But anyway, yeah. fascinating that story. Fascinating. And Where can you, we watch this? It's on Netflix. Netflix. Oh. Yeah. In the U.S., this I don't know weekend. if it's wherever it's. Just it's get at. through the parts where the director has, is filming himself from five different angles yeah. in his own house. Just get through those parts on the phone with like with a, someone a, who's not Bob Lazar. Yeah, he's talking to this guy while like, he's having. There's a conversation. literally a part in in the documentary where there he has footage of him talking to to Bob out in the middle of the woods, mm. and Bob forgot to, to leave his phone in the car, and then Bob gets raided by the FBI the next day because and they directly reference. A conversation they had that day so they were clearly listening in on the phone or so they say but you can't really tell because it's not told in any concise way because mm-hmm. there's no fucking story like there, it's just the it's just so convoluted and it's so sad because it's beautifully shot yeah to be fair you can totally tell the director is a camera guy yeah, yeah, yeah like, like a deep or a, either a dp or a person who has that level of skill um and the, and is not great at actually editing he needed a better editor who was like mm. take all this fucking mm. voiceover shit well, I think I think it was very much like this was a vision and he wanted to make it very like cool and artsy and provocative but if you're gonna get thoughtful. Mickey Rourke to do your VO yeah he sounds him, so cool. Get him to narrate the fucking story. Hey, yeah. in 1989, Bob Lazar did this. Don't get him like, the pulsars of our soul. Are trying to be like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, no. Neil deGrasse Tyson, when he talks, uses philosophy to teach you fucking physics and science. Mickey Rourke is like, the stars glitter in our eyes, our mind's <laughs> eyes. He's not exaggerating. The camel walks to the desert. Oh, I am so in on this. And you're like, well, who the fuck wrote in. this shit? Oh god! But again, like the conspiracy parts and like the really cool. listening to Bob Lazar talk, it's like he clearly oh, knows this is rad. This is cool. And yeah. The most fascinating thing is the is I the actual believe. if it's true, the technology of what he was what they were what they were dealing with back yeah. in the '80s is fascinating. And he talks a lot about how he was like basically what we were dealing with was a science that was so far advanced that it borderlined on magic. That's such like, a good line. He was like, it's the equivalent if you were to drop a nuclear fusion engine. Into the 1800s, hmm. and like, and he goes, and that's when he's take like, it apart, he's right like, there. when I started realizing that was when I started getting terrified because he's like, if if we did that, they would go, this is cool, it's putting out energy, we don't know how to understand how it works, yeah, and then we'd start taking it apart, and then I'll die of radiation poisoning because they don't understand what radiation is. And yeah. He's like, that's when we started getting terrified of like, we don't know what this thing is or how it's harming us, but yeah. anyway, it's, it could all be bullshit. Who knows? Interesting. Um, and then the last thing I watched is the first like couple episodes of a show called Trinkets that came on Netflix recently that is about San Francisco. No, no. It, it, might, it might be based in San Francisco. I didn't notice any. I didn't notice what city, but it's about these three girls that get caught shoplifting no, and are all in like shoplifting anonymous. Interesting, you know, mm-hmm. where they like have to go to these things. But like, it's it's like a teen drama. Paul is really enjoying it. I think it's okay. It's it's fun. If you like yeah. teen dramas, huh. it's very teen drama. I do like those. I did start watching one other thing that I need to get okay, back let me, to. Let me, let me see, let me hear. What, What's up? I said, let me hear it. What, what uh, people had recommended this show for years when mm-hmm. I was in the morning show, and I just you fought the against office, it. I'm gonna it's a little show called The Office. Have you guys know? Uh, yeah. It's Legion. 
Oh, oh really? Oh, oh, man. There's a lot of people that are about to be super excited. Uh, so I was like, oh, I was coming around on Hulu, uh-huh. yeah. and it popped up, and I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll just see if this show grabs me. Fuck it's yes. beautifully directed. Yeah. yeah? That for, I'm halfway through the first episode, and I'm like, this is a really cool, very different show. Oh, very dude. different cool. than what you're used to. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to go back to it, I think. I think I'm going to watch, uh, give the first season a, a good shot, because it's... I was I'm blown away by the quality of this. That's cool. And how different it yeah, is and how yeah. cool it is. And that's what the best friends are saying for so long. It's the, the I don't first season. To anyone def- but my fucking self. <laughs> sure, okay. Sure. When I when I get through the I show like and think, I love it, I'm gonna tell everyone they should have watched it years ago. I, I like to think that you you like thing. internalize and think about these things until you no longer are thinking about it. And then in the back of your mind when you're blading through things, of course. you're like, oh, Legion. Why do I? Why does that sound familiar? I guess I'll watch it. Yeah, guess yeah. I came up with this all on my Someday own. Someday you'll get to no, Hannibal. You just like I, Inception you, yourself. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's, there's, so, there's so many people that told me to watch this show, yeah. both in the chat and comments, uh, in the community. And I know I looked at it. I'm like, I just, I think what happened was you look and you get through the other Marvel shows mm-hmm. that are based on similar stuff, and they're just not that good. And you're like, do I really want to commit to this? Yeah. But Legion actually is is starting off for me. Uh, very very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing that I'm almost done with is the latest season of Luther, which if you're not watching is so fucking good. It's the Idris it. Elba BBC yeah. show mm. where he's a he's a he plays DCI Luther, which is a detective. It's cool. He's a cop. Why cool. do you wink at me? I don't I understand. Can. They can't see it. They can. It's they just can for you, Kev. I always get Luther and Lucifer mixed up. No, very different shows. There's also but I've also heard that Lucifer is really good. Well, no, I guarantee it's no Idris Elba. Well, <laughs> come on. Okay, come down. on. Tony. I don't know that you can guarantee that. Yeah. I can guarantee whatever I want. Yeah, I sure. also forgot that I watched more of The Twilight Zone this weekend. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you were telling me about that earlier. It's interesting. It's so hard to compare it to like Rod Serling Twilight Zone because it's so it's, yeah. different and that's like such a masterpiece. I watched two episodes. I watched the one with um, Glenn from The Walking Dead, which okay. I did not understand at all. I was like, I don't really know what you're trying to, like what commentary you're making about it. Granted, I wasn't fully invested in that one, so I wasn't really paying like full attention. Um, and then I watched the one called Not All Men, which features our friend of the show, Cooper oh. of uh, oh, cool. Heel Kick fame it's fun um yeah and that one i actually really liked i thought it was an interesting social commentary piece um i enjoy heel kick so much yeah really enjoy that movie the twilight zone stuff i just you also don't like anthology i don't like anthology series i don't like black mirror i'm just one of those weird people who like i watch black mirror i'm like this is just too dark for me um too much too much so i i recently like um i want to get back into watching um What's the show you just talked about? Twilight Zone. Yeah. Uh, but my biggest issue is it's CBS All Access, and I have to watch it through my PS4, and I wanted to make it all easier. Now I have Chromecast. Oh, nice. And I believe I can just open it on my iPad and then Chromecast yeah. it. So I'm excited to do it that way, and I had forgotten about that. Mm-hmm. And that might be something I put on my radar. Oh, well, good. Stoked. Yeah. I really want to like Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone, and I it's just not... Mm-hmm. I think I've kind of liked a few of the episodes, but mm-hmm. overall hasn't mm-hmm. been my favorite. But I'm like in- interested enough to keep watching them. Okay. Well, keep us updated with that. Do, uh, does it have like a series order or are they just making them indefinitely? Because at some point I, have, I do want to cancel I, I my CBS All Access because no I don't think it's worth it for just that. The company's one. Is there one? Oh, well, nobody tells me these things. I made a big deal about it when I made it. <sighs> Anyways. Um, cool. Time for some housekeeping. Still no Patreon producers. Why? Oh, why do you hate us so much? It's fine. We need the support. They're going to get rid of us. Um, there's also some 
Patreon Platinum item news, right? Yeah. Don't forget, the last couple days to get your Persona 5 shirt, you can submit your shirt size right now. I put up a post the other day about it. So do that, please. Yeah. It's a cool looking shirt. And if you want it, please I'm God. I'm excited about it. Barrett's excited now. about it. There is no second chances. No. You know, all you're once get. it's gone, it's gone. Uh, this show is brought to you by our sponsors, Me Undies and Quip, but more about that later. Now it's time for some news. New, 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 news. We're going to start with some news that is like the first couple stories are, are really like, should these things get made? You know? Sure. Yeah. So the first one is Hello Kitty movie is being panned or penned by Transformers last night's and writer. Yeah, that's right. Deadline broke the news that Lindsay Beer has been tapped to write the Hello Kitty based or uh, on the Sunreal popular culture thing. Hello Kitty movie coming. It's going to be written by the same person that wrote uh, Transformers. Yeah. The last night, which is famously not good. What I'm shocked is. about this is that someone actually wrote Transformers the last night. <laughs> I thought they were just did making that movie it? up as they went. Uh, I did watch it, actually. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, okay. I attempted to watch it. Yeah. But after the first 15 minutes, I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on in this movie. And mm-hmm. it's it was so bad. So bad that I think I just stopped. Yeah. It's one of those I paused. And then I just took my TV and threw it out the fucking window. It's useless now. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, terrible, Tim, terrible Tim was very, very film. upset with that movie. And totally fucking terrible Has film. been very negative about just, it. And you yeah. know what it is? It's almost like Michael Bay is... Uh, it's like if you went to see a movie... He doesn't care. Or, that, or my, J- Michael Bay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you're I don't watching think he directed Mike- that one, actually. Really? Yeah, I think he gave... Well, this is what it feels like. And it feels like you're watching a Michael Bay movie, and you sit down... I think he was executive and producer And it's so bad, and you're like, I can't understand who would be enjoying this... And then you hear a sound no, and you turn around behind you and Michael Bay is just yeah. jacking off all over the fucking Jesus. place and flipping you off and counting the money that you Who gave you him. That's what it is. I don't know. Not Michael Bay. Yeah, all right. That's the one I was thinking. Um, but uh, I didn't realize this. Travis but, Knight. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, they, they have a Sanrio show on Netflix right now that is oh. like well-received critically. Is this the Agre Suka? That's the one. That's okay, the one. yeah. I didn't know how to say it, so I just didn't say it. Yeah, that was my butchered attempt at yeah. saying it. Well, you know, the, the premise of it is really fun of like this mm-hmm. girl, I think maybe, um, works like at a job that she hates and then to get out all her rage, she does like metal karaoke at night. <laughs> that is an interesting premise. <laughs> um, interest. I just, yeah, I've heard really good things about it. I haven't yeah. watched it. Um, so that's the thing. There is some style hope that, is this movie going to no be in? No clue yet. Like, are we going to, is it going to be like a Detective Pikachu type thing? Is it going to be animated? It. Like, I, I would imagine it's animated. We'll see as uh, more yeah, news comes out. I don't know that out. any, I feel like Sanrio had a big resurgence mm-hmm. in like the 90s. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was just like the age I was at that like everyone was obsessed with it. But I don't feel like it's movie status these days. But yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm very interested to see what direction that goes in and what kind of storyline they put with it. Speaking of other movies that, like, maybe they're moving a little too late on, mm-hmm. uh, Minecraft movie has found a new writer. The video game adaptation yeah. has found a writer uh, in Frozen 2 screenwriter Allison Schroeder. Yeah, that's how I'm going to say that. That sounds right. Yeah. Who was nominated for an Oscar for co-writing Hidden Figures. Allison will rework a script that was originally drafted by It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia creator Mikel. Yeah, good, good, good luck with this one. I saw yeah. this one. I was like, I don't know how to fuck say that word. Here's the thing about Mac, this. Mac, by Mac. Sure, we'll say yeah. Mac. Yeah. Uh, the Minecraft movie is interesting because it could be 
total rubbish and still make a lot of money. Or mm-hmm. it could hit on the level of a Lego movie. Like, you know, not not the Lego, like, the ones that we get to watch at Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking yeah. about the ones that are like... The Lego movie. The Lego movie yeah. with Will yeah. Arnett or Lego Batman, which I held in the highest regard as asleep. one of the best Batman movies ever made. Yeah. Um, so you never know. Mm-hmm. Having said that, like, jury's out. If I see a good trailer for this Minecraft movie and it's AAA, maybe I'll go see it. Maybe yeah. I'll get into it. Do you really think you're going to go see it? I've surprised myself in the past. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, Minecraft obviously has a huge audience, so I think no matter what, they're going to get a ton of people to see it. But does it still have a huge audience? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. How yeah, is it so, out- so big for so outside long. of our circle? Yeah, Children yeah, yeah. are stupid. They and they sure just want to watch stupid things that are easy to comprehend. Mm-hmm. That and Fortnite. Yeah, that's true. Fun. I like this. But uh, let's move on to our next story. Yeah. More video game movie or TV show news. Oh. <clears throat> Live action Final Fantasy TV series in the work. Ooh. You excited for that? I, I like that idea. Yeah? Josh, come, come, come shop. Yeah, get shop a shop mic, mic Josh. Because I have no, uh, I have no yeah. thoughts on this. <laughs> so a live action Final uh, Fantasy TV series will be gracing our screens. Sony Pictures, Television, and Hivemind, the production company behind Amazon's The Expanse. And Netflix, The Watcher. So two shows that haven't come out yet. Well, The, the Expanse. The, well, season, season three, four. Season four is the, the the one that's done by Amazon, and that hasn't come right. out yet. Correct. And also The Witcher, we haven't seen anything of. I mean, well, it's Henry there's Cavill. No picture. It's Henry Cavill. You got to hope for, like, you're gonna think it's got to be awesome, right? Yeah, but I feel Cavill. like he's doesn't have the best luck with movies, <laughs> you know, just in general. So Henry Cavill. Yeah. No. I love how you just spaced out like one word. Well, because someone was saying in, in the chat that we should clarify it's, it's I guess, based in the Final Fantasy IV. I was about world. to. I wasn't yeah. done. <laughs> you know, <laughs> classic yeah, Scorpion. So, <laughs> it's based on Final Fantasy fourteen, which I'm sure Tim is bummed out because you know Eleven's his favorite. It's a joke because he hates Eleven. <laughs> oh, I was like, I don't Final Fantasy. I know. Yeah. Nothing about. Here's the thing: is we're I think as far as video games go, you'll never get a good video game movie because the worlds are too big and there's yeah. too yeah. many storylines in order to do it. Absolutely. Hence, like why Game of Thrones could have really never been a movie, and why I like any of these movie ideas that are game like game ideas because we can finally basically get a playthrough mm-hmm. in live action. And you're because every video game movie that's come out. I mean, listen, we all sort of liked Mortal Kombat, right? Like I liked the first Mortal Kombat movie. It was, we it was like loud. it because it's bad. We right? like it's loud. Yeah, like it's you loud. You like it because Veronica Vaughn played Sonya Blade, and you liked it because uh, you know you had you had like awesome. You had the Highlander in it, basically. You know what I mean? You had yeah. like a cool cast, a cool plot. I mean, was G- Gora or whatever the guy's name is? What's the Gordon? A- Gord, Goron? 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 Prince kind of... Goron or whatever? Like he was he's a claymation cool. figure. Yeah, but and he's it cool. Cool, yeah. Right? But since then, you've had so many misses. Uh, I mean, I might be the only fan of Timothy Oliphant's Hitman, but as for the for for the most part, we don't have any good video game movies. What's that? Was that the one that Olga Krylenko was in? Uh huh. Correct. That was the first time I ever thinking. Yeah. That's a person I know. I should know more of. <laughs> Correct. Oh, God, yeah. When I interviewed her for uh, the transporter, she was in with Ed Skrine. Yeah. Oh, wow. Holy moly. Um, but all. so, for me, like the final Final Fantasy games, I think you have this gigantic world that you can build off any. They can save 14, mm. but they can dip into anywhere they want. This is such a giant world, and everybody right now is looking for their next Game of Thrones. But, like, it's it's an anthology game series, right? Like, I don't think that the games no, yeah, are... yeah, none of them are connected to yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, like, still, 14 has been going on since, like, 
2013. Yeah. So, and like the last update was 2019. So this year. So, yeah. Boom. Kids like it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, there's still an audience for it. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's keep talking about some video game news. The you know game. That this is the movie nation. Just no, there. I know, I know. But like, <laughs> hey, man, there's video games and, and like the worlds are melding. You know what I mean? I uh, Mist movie and TV show are in the works. Nicholas, yeah. you're old. Sure. You know, <laughs> you, you ever so play Mist? Uh, no, PC I never played Mist because I th- I uh, I never played Mist. It was it, it looked very slow and basically if if I remember correctly, Mist was like kind of first persony, but you just solved puzzles the entire yes. time. Yeah. And man, when I was a kid, I, I believed in two things. Fucking complex carbohydrates and first-person shooters, baby. <laughs> I wanted you smack me with some fucking sugar, and Daddy needs a shotgun. Let's go blow some shit away. So when I saw Mist, I was like, I, "This looks boring as fuck." Is Got what it. it does. But a lot of people, I, I respect that a lot of people love it. Uh, it's weird yeah. that they're trying that they're bringing it back now. It's cool. Well, so it's interesting because the the, the there's it's very g- much just trading off yeah. of people some level of brand recognition. It sounds like we're gonna have a movie, and then potentially an unscripted show, which. <laughs> I think there's the potential where it's like, so the whole premise of the game is you get dropped on an island and you got to figure all these puzzles. And it's like, that seems like a a show that people, you know, they, they could do. It's like a reality TV show. Yeah. Meets Bear Grylls, meets like Naked and Afraid. Yeah, it's all survival. Yeah. I don't know about Naked yeah. and Afraid. <laughs> just, I feel like that one might be a stretch. <laughs> I always just throw that in there just because that seems like a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The so mist pr- is terrifying, though. The mist is absolutely terrifying because it's real scary and quiet and like windy. Andy will agree with me on this one. I was too scared to play the game. I played like the first six oh, minutes. Oh, no. Yeah, like, it was very amb- It was very much about the ambience. Oh, yeah. 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 It was terrifying. Oh, God. It was terrifying. The worst. I, remember my bu- I think my buddy played it on like Mac. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, there's a game on Mac? <laughs> Because remember, there was like Marathon and Mist. Those are like the games you could play on Mac. And if you had if you had a Mac and not a PC, like if your parents were like, we're going to be an Apple family, right? You were like, you you fucked your childhood. Your kid's childhood is fucked because all they have no, is he's bungee right. games. Yeah, Mac sucks. <laughs> you, you're taking shots at the whole Makuga family. I'm telling you right now, yeah. we had an Apple 2C. And then back in the day, my dad's like, I think I'm going to switch this over to PC. And I was like, fucking yes. And from that point on, I, I played a lot of PC mm-hmm. games until it became prohibitively expensive to play mm-hmm. PC games right around I want to say like Quake that, that's when I kind of like 86 or something how dare you <laughs> so old how you know what I mean <laughs> look at him so yeah, I I'm looked up Mist because I am very unfamiliar and the thing that stuck out to me is apart from its predominantly non-verbal storytelling how's that gonna get what are we, oh well how, that's gonna we, go away as soon as there's a movie but yeah. if that yeah. is like a key element of this yeah. isn't that like you know, Battleship's a little, it's played with, like, you know, and then they made that into a movie. They'll figure it out. A great movie. Yeah? <laughs> All right, Makuga. <laughs> I, now I can't tell I if you're just trying to bait us yeah. or yeah. if these are actual tapes. But I like the idea of it being uh, um, uh, what, a reality TV show where people have to do these puzzles. Yeah. Like, that seems like that could be fun. Back Is this, in the like, day what they... The Witness was based off of, that game? I mean... I never played Miss, but like the picture of the cover and like the idea of what the game is sounds similar enough. The um, back in the day, they tried to do a um, a reality series. So you had you had Miss, but they actually tried to do a reality series based on the Da Vinci Code slash Angels and Demons, which was basically like it was like an amazing race meets a basic mental Rubik's cube. Yeah. And they like they couldn't figure out how to get through, like how to get them to certain places in Europe with like and try to get them in these places and would allow them to film. Like the budget just kind of skyrocketed. Yeah, but that makes a lot of, of cool sense. Idea. Yeah, it's kind <laughs> yeah. of a cool idea. But setting it on some like 
fake island. Good totally. enough. Yeah. You yeah. build whatever. Just build a set. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Let's move on to some more Nick news. Flash Gordon animated movie being developed by Taika Waititi. Yes. For Disney Plus. Cool. Yeah. Flash Gordon is never one of the. It was never one of those uh, hitting and missing. Well, it wasn't a character yeah. that really like uh, spoke to me. And, here, and I'll tell you why. You want to know why? I feel like that it's like one of those things that like you know. There's another weird alien thing they always talk about that it looks very much like Flash Gordon. Yeah. It's like Zorg Bors. Zorg Bors. I don't know what it's called. There's Zorg some, some some weird name like First that. Off, Zorg Bors <laughs> sounds awesome. So it sounds like a fucking toy that I'd make fun of Tim for having. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Flash Gordon is one of those movies that is a classic that mm-hmm. when I was a child, just it just didn't work for me. And here's why. I'll tell you why. And this is how dumb little Nick Scarpino was. I saw that it was Flash Gordon, and I thought it had something to do with the Flash. And I was like, cool, they made a Flash movie. And then I watched it. I got about a half hour, and I was like, this is not a Flash movie. This is a weird, campy movie about some Nordic football player dude that gets like come into place. I didn't realize that it was that Flash Gordon was as cult classic-y as it is until I watched the documentary that's on Amazon Prime right now mm. about the guy that played Flash Gordon who just totally pulled a George Lesenby and was like I'm a huge star I'm gonna be a fucking asshole to everyone and then his career went nowhere mm. so people love it evidently I didn't know this but evidently George Lucas tried to get the rights to make Flash Gordon yep. and when he failed he made Star Wars instead thank god so a lot of the in fact a lot of the like weapons and and some of the elements from Flash Gordon you can actually see the DNA from those make it into Star Wars the blasters yeah. look a lot alike um, some of the other additional things so that's cool um, but it's Taika Waititi which means it'll be great yeah yeah yeah. but like there's still not much information of what he's doing so I, I hope he goes super fucking weird with it, and yeah, it's yeah. like as campy as the. But I'm saying like movie. we don't even know if he's producing it or writing yeah. it or you know, wanting to direct it. He's also a busy, busy man. <laughs> Adam Blaine says, "Are we? Was Kevin talking about John Carter from Mars?" No. Okay, but I watched that movie recently. <laughs> what do you think? I enjoyed it more than I should. I tell you one thing right now. I've said this <laughs> about John Taylor Carter. Taylor Kitsch, man. He Taylor Kitsch got a ba- it gets a bad I fucking know. rub it every sucks. single time. He just gets it the wrong way every single time. John Carter was actually a decent movie. John Carter, really not that bad. The reason it got such a bad rap is because it made no money. Yeah, well, and it the reason it made no so fucking much I have money. Before, the reason it made no money is because the original, I think the original book's called like the, the John Carter and the Princess of Mars or something like that. Then they, when they decided to make it a movie, they're like, that's too long. We'll say John Carter from Mars. And then they go, you know what we should really do to distinguish this movie? Let's drop the Mars part and just call it John Carter. Yeah. For half of it, I thought it was that Denzel Washington movie, Coach Carter, or Samuel oh Jackson God. movie, Coach Carter. <laughs> Thank like, you for that reference. I mean, I, I legitimately came up John Carter. I was like, I mean, you mean John Q? Like a, John Q is the John, Denzel yeah. Washington movie. Yeah, yeah, Coach yeah. Carter is the Samuel Jackson movie. <laughs> Dude. Put them together, you got Taylor Kitsch on so Mars. Sad. Man, it, it crossing called, cinematic universes right there. If Disney had marketed that movie as The Princess of Mars... Or, that would have been totally. It's totally. a fucking decent movie. Yeah. It's a cool story. It's fun. Like a guy from the Wild West, yeah. or like from uh, from the Civil War era, gets like taken to a whole other planet, becomes this like fucking badass warrior, yeah. and then comes back and like it's cool. Yeah, it's, it's, a fun, it's definitely a fun story. interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this, Kevin. I looked through the news stories. Okay. And I don't think you had this on there. Okay. And I'm shocked about this. We have not talked, and we should talk for probably the next 45 minutes to three hours oh, okay. about the second Psych movie because oh, it's Lord. happening. Did that just get announced? Or it was, was like two days USA? ago. USA? Wait, wasn't that... Oh, sorry, what, wait, what is that disdain, I, sir? Hold on a second. I, I feel like this was old news that got announced a long time uh, ago. They said they're, they're in production now, finally. Uh, it's 
Dulé Hill. This is Nick News, and Dulé, I, I guess I Dulé, fucked up. Dulé Hill and, and James Renee just put out a, a thing where they were like, yeah, we're doing it. It's all yeah. good. It's happening. Like, I, I think more that they put out an image, which we had on this show almost like a month and a half ago, maybe two yeah. months ago. Now it's official. It was just a pineapple with a two on now, it. Yeah, but that was them trying to like test the waters. I don't think They're so. That was them announcing. It. Great. Well, you don't understand. I'm here's, happy this is there. Here's the Barry, thing, guys. You don't have to take a note Here's of this. the thing. USA <laughs> movies are very I have a time much. code where Nick tries to seal the show to talk about psych. <laughs> First off, there's a lot of psychos in the audience. Go fuck yourselves, everyone. Second off, we, I like we, that they call themselves off, psychos. We talked about the Final Fantasy anthology series based on Final Fantasy XIV for a solid 10 minutes. You can't give me. You can't give me one Minutes talk about Psych 2. I put three stories in here that I thought would pique your interest. I'm going to tell you this right now, okay? You guys don't understand how hard it is to get a movie made at USA right now, okay? You got to take money out of your own pocket and fucking put that thing in there, okay? <laughs> You're like a cockroach that I'm trying to catch and it just no, keeps bro, moving I'm not around. Going at it. Let me, what if I told you this, Kevin? What if I told you the oh, first no. Psych movie started off mm-hmm. where they're in San Francisco and stick with me, Josh, stick with me. He's on his phone. He's already Nicole, gone. Josh, already gone. get off your phone and stick with me, you fucking skinny bastard. You're losing weight. I don't God, like you it. You look great. You look, you look great. great. I don't really like it. Appreciate it. What if I told you the movie started off and the whole, for no reason, this had nothing to do with the plot. They have an office in San Francisco because at the end of the show, they moved to San Francisco and the new psych detective offices, they had made to look exactly like the first set piece from Gremlins where they go down and it's like that ancient, the ancient antique store where they buy the Mogwai. You had me. It was like I was falling down, and then you said Gremlins, and I was back. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you're getting with Psych. It's nothing but 80s references. See, the only people I know that like Psych, and I know there's a lot of the internet that, like, a corner of the internet that peppers me all the time to talk mm-hmm. about Psych on Collider, right? So good. The only two people that I know personally that like Psych are you and my betrothed, my wife, Liz. Oh. It's so, yes. You know what? She has excellent taste in everything. Apparently, <laughs> I'm going to say that the Amanda spouses. Makuga stamp of approval That's just high. bumped uh, I know. Psych. I can't talk. Now, on a totally flip side of things, when are we getting a burn notice movie? Because oh, man. I feel like USA's like, other pillar. To no, be honest, I, I feel like we could, uh, we could call the two leads from uh, from Burn Notice and, and, Ga- and what's her name? Gabrielle Reese. We yes. could get her out of there. And we could, uh, I think we could make a Burn Notice movie pretty quickly. I agree, 100. I, I mean, the only the last time I saw a twenty from bucks Burn, Burn Notice was in Sicario: Day of Soldado. Oh, he was good in that. Though. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sick I, that guy's a good actor. Yeah, yeah. Can't remember his name though. And also, <laughs> Way shout too out much to Ash. Super Sorry, memorable. Kev. No, no, it's okay. You guys have fun. Let's have a good time. Moving on to some sadder news. I know. The Office is leaving Netflix. This is tragic. No. We they, there's been rumors of this happening. No, what what you're so dumb and I hate you. I oh, hate no, you so no, much. I can't watch it. You started watching it and enjoyed it. Stop. You just stopped because you get distracted easily. The office is literally Nick, <clears throat> literally the Transformers last night of television. No, shows. it's oh, not. Fuck off. He's guys People in the chat, he's that is just the joking. most offensive Please thing that Nick has ever said. And you've heard Nick insulting talk. Nick. He's just trying to get a rise of everyone. It's working. Let it pass. It's working. Let it pass. All right, let's Does go back to this. Does this mean that we should just finally bite the bullet and do an office interview before they take? No, away what this from means us. is there's way too many. You're not invited. No, no, no. You're not Here's invited. Streaming services no. out there. Here's the thing, and I've said this mm-hmm. for over three months now. Mm-hmm. We should have a bit in KFAF. Where every single week we review an episode of The Office. Oh, this is a good. Point. You know, we do it for five years. And we get through them all. Yeah, that's a long. That's a long. Bit. It's called commitment. You know. Yeah. And I'm in. I'm. I, I will do that only if the the bit has nothing but pregnant pauses in it and a, just an obnoxious amount of snap zooms. Just an that's obnoxious a, amount of snap zooms because snap zooms and pregnant pauses 
equals humor. You enjoyed it. We yeah, watched it together Wait, oh, in Arizona. Arizona. Everyone be quiet. That's pretty good. That was a terrible <laughs> way to show a snap zoom. That was really. If we had camera ops in this office. We could have snap zoomed. <laughs> oh, this is upsetting. All right. So all nine seasons of the beloved NBC sitcom The Office will be leaving Netflix as soon as its current deal with the streaming service expires at the end of 2020. At which point, it will jump over to NBC's Universal new streaming service. Too many services, man. Yeah, that's the problem. We are now in the. uh, We used to be this beautiful, like, uh, global economy, right? Where you could Mm -hmm. get stuff on every platform, and NBC would give stuff to Netflix and yada yada and Amazon. And now everyone's going back to their corners of the world. And they're like, if I made this thing, it's fucking mine, and I need it, and we have to put it on our own platform. And it's sad because it means a lot of these shows that would probably I would probably have watched because they were on Netflix. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm not gonna watch. I don't. As of right now, I'm barely in on the Disney platform. You're talking about an NBC mm-hmm. Universal platform, CBS All Access. I'm like, come on, guys. Like, come on. Yeah, you got me with Discovery. Okay, I'll give you that. And you're gonna get me back with Picard. I'll give you that. But there's nothing else on that platform except for Elementary. I'm watching that as well. <laughs> But it's not very good this season. It's almost done. Here's what you're going to get. You're going to get a ton of... Because this was SVODs, what, four years ago, remember? Everybody was trying to do an SVOD platform. They mm-hmm. Most of them failed. Like, Go90 on Verizon, and you mm-hmm. had Comic-Con HQ, which I was a part of. Like, all those SVODs, and everybody put their price point too high, and they didn't have a ton of quality yeah. premium product, right? A lot of these... I think Disney Plus probably is the one throwing in all the stuff out there in the ocean yeah. right now that's like with all the panache with all the series Marvel and Star Wars and all that stuff and now Apple's got a bunch of different stuff something with Steve Carell and all that stuff yeah. right but something now, and, cool so, yeah. <laughs> looking cool yeah NBC Universal CBS All Access ABC's just gonna be lumped in with Disney Plus whatever yeah. people aren't gonna do that you're just gonna go back to wanting cable again they're yep. not just gonna buy all these platforms and eventually what's gonna happen is they're gonna fail and Netflix is just gonna scoop that shit back up and for it, it achieves. I, 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 I see the opposite. I think the only one that's going to really succeed is Disney, and I think mm-hmm. it's because they have a plan. I think everything else is going to slink along because I don't think people are going back to cable. We're, we're all we're we're a streaming world now, and that's what's going to happen. And I think Disney is going to come in and. Fuck everyone. I, I don't I, disagree, but I think your cable box is going to become your streaming box, and it's going to be, and it's going to get lumped in with all your internet, so that you can turn on your TV. You don't have to turn on your Roku. You don't have to turn on. The, yeah, it's just going to start grabbing all that up because they have all the money. So. I, I mean, I honestly, I, I hope that Disney, like, if they're smart, I think that they'll, and they, like they've said, they're all, they're going to do a consolidated package where mm-hmm. it has Disney Plus, Hulu, and potentially some of the movie, the TV. Yes, uh, offerings, and mm-hmm. I hope that that comes at a low price point because uh, right now Disney Plus is saying seven dollars. Yeah. That's totally worth that it. That seems very worth it. Totally. And if they can add this, I just hope that we get to the point where all the the other random like the NBC streaming service and the CBS those kind of die out and they get consolidated and eaten up by either Netflix or Disney Plus. Because you think that the shows you watch on NBC are NBC Universal properties, but a lot of them are not. They're either produced by Fox or they're produced by Sony or they're produced by somebody else, and they have all these different rights. So for NBC Universal to get them, they got to pay for them. Mm. It's not worth it for what the amount of subscribers are going to get on their platform. Interesting. Yeah. That's an interesting I don't take. Think they're a big enough pull to yeah. I, totally. I, I just it's feel not like sustainable. I, my my personal thought on it is that I think those shows, like we we all imagine a world where, like we can't imagine a world where NBC doesn't exist anymore. Right. But the reality is. It just doesn't matter. Like, who fucking cares if NBC exists anymore? And they've had because some awesome shows. They've had some great shows, but at the same time, they're they could go away. Yeah. And Disney could come in and make great streaming shows that are more focused, higher quality, 
And that's it. Done. Did you guys watch AP Bio? Probably one of the better comedies in the last couple of years. And no, it I just got totally buried. I haven't watched a network television show on network television Correct. in I don't think anybody years. under the age of 40 has. Like the, I don't We're like, all a streaming world. Like I haven't no. even gone like to set my the, the thought of setting my DVR for a show that's on basic cable mm-hmm. is wild to me. I don't yeah. I would not even think to do that. And now even the shows that I watch just as a casual viewer, like I watch a lot of car shows, there's the Motor Trend app now. If yeah. I wanted mm-hmm. to, I could pay them, right? There's the UFC app if I want to watch fighting. I don't I really don't need cable anymore. The only reason I'm holding on to it and we're not going to point fingers, but the missus really likes that Bravo show. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. likes like those Bravo shows. Really I'm not, not pointing fingers. I'm just saying yeah. the the Bravo and the Watch What Happens Live and the the Give below me all the deck housewives. and the housewives. That's the other thing. You need, she loves those shows. You, well, again, going back to it, like your cable box. Because if you've been to a hotel lately, though, mm-hmm. you turn on the cable, you go on the table, cable TV. It's basically a streaming service now. It's got your your basic channels, your mm-hmm. ESPNs, your, your networks and stuff, and then it's got an Amazon, it's got a Netflix, it's got all that. So your cable box, from what I think, is going to have all those things. That cable's going to pay for them. So you can click on. We'll them, see, but, but sign on. I and think then. you're going the opposite. I think most TVs have those already now. So what's what's TV uh, TV manufacturers are smart? They build those programs in, so you don't even need cable anymore. You just plug your internet and you're ready to rock and roll. But now you have ca- now the cable companies pay have for it. Yeah. I mean, let's not let's let's not split hairs. The the, the cable companies are SVOD now. So, okay. You don't understand that, but like you can literally go and get any show that's playing. That same day, you could just go play it again. So, what's the difference between that and Netflix? Other than, like, if Netflix just had a live, a couple channels that were just live and they were just streaming shit, that's all cable boxes are these days. I mean, most people argue for cable mostly for sports, and that's me. Like, but I can watch ESPN Plus if I want. Yeah. That's what you can do, yeah. and that's one of the things that's going to be packaged with the Disney totally package. Yeah, yeah. chaos it's now become chaos. It's interesting it stuff. Now let's take a break from the news and go into an ad. Ooh, while you do that, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a refill here okay, and uh, empty something else us. out. Thanks for empty one us. thing out and refill yep, something. I get it. You're going to go pee. It's a lot of information. We got it. God. Office sucks. <laughs> it does not. Uh, our first ad, Me Undies. You spend about 90% of your life in underwear, so don't you think you owe it to yourself to make sure you're wearing the softest, the softest undies in town? That's why Tim and Greg only wear Me Undies. Men can now try the new boxer brief with Fly, which is the same great cut as the boxer brief. But now, with an added option for guys who prefer to go through the gate versus over the fence. Me Undies is also the go-to for the softest loungewear on the planet. Hang out in their super comfy lounge pants and onesies. Yes, Me Undies makes onesies. And they're incredible. I'm not exaggerating or lying to you. I had to be talked out of wearing my... Me undies onesie to the airport today because I was like I want to be as comfortable as possible, and my wife's like, the pockets aren't like you know you just you have to carry too much stuff that's not also it looks it looks really fun they're green plaid I love them so much and they're so comfortable you know what I might do it ah I, I love them so I, much I don't I mean you live your life Kevin I'm dude not, they're I so comfortable. Because I also wear the underwear underneath. It's amazing. It's a, it's such a magical experience. Yeah, I'm not like a huge fan of... I mean, you live your life. You do whatever you want. I'm going the onesie back to the, might be a little too far. Joester, I'm going back to the ad. Well, I can wear it at my house without getting judged from people like you. Okay. <laughs> and uh, to get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash morning. That's MeUndies.com slash morning. Our next ad, Quip. 
It's time for spring cleaning quips. Got an easy way to start with brushing your hat with your brushing habits. Just two minutes twice a day can help pave the way to a healthier mouth and mind. And now the whole family can get refreshed with Quip. The new Kids Quip has the same two-minute timer and guiding pulses as our original version with no childish gimmicks. So they can brush just like a grown-up. Cleaning your teeth the right way can be hard. Spending 15 seconds getting the job done ain't the right way to do it. But Quip makes it easy with the built-in two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides and help you uh, to clean your whole mouth evenly. <sighs> Do you know what my favorite part about Quip is? Uh, my favorite part about Quip is that I just got one and it's sparkly and that's my favorite no, color. But what's my favorite what's part? What's your favorite part about Quip, Oh, Kevin? man. It's that sexy multi-use cover. Ooh, I'm I very really excited like to travel the, with this. That you can stick it on the uh, mirror. Mm-hmm. I like how it looks. It's just such a clean design. Uh, it works as it stands, mounts to mirrors, and slides over the bristles uh, to pack and protect your Quip on the go. Declutter your sink or cabinets and make traveling with electric toothbrush easier. Plus, there are no wires or chunky charger, clunky chargers, and it runs for three months on a single charge. That's why we love Quip and why over a million happy, healthy mouths do too. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash KFMS, right now you can get the your first refill pack for free. That's your first refill pack for Refill pack for free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash K-F-M-S. Let's get back to these stories. A <laughs> couple more news stories for you. Oh, this is an exciting one for everyone. Paul Rudd answers the call for Ghostbusters 2020 sequel. Woo! <laughs> I'm very excited. Me too. Not much information here, but... Uh, we know that Paul Rudd will be playing a teacher. The actors confirmed his involvement with a fun video uh, in front of a familiar location, the uh, firehouse. Twitter. Oh, the Twitter on Twitter, video, yeah. yeah. It, it was uh, an interesting video. Did you guys watch it all? Yeah. I watched it, but it's I didn't have the sound yeah. on. Oh. I was like, oh, what is happening. going on? Guys, it's yeah. happening. Can you hear it? Oh. Yeah, they're stuck over there. Yeah, they're stuck. Yeah. God bless the, that The street. sliming his pants thing was... He's coming in his I pants. I was like, yeah, no, I know. I know. He's very excited. It's just rock hard. Yeah. Maybe just spit a little fucking goo in his pants. It doesn't matter. He's sliming. That's what it means. I'm excited for this. Paul Rudd. Uh, I mean, yes. Yeah. I, we The news broke yesterday. Uh, you mentioned it to me, and then Greg mentioned it in passing. And I'm like, this makes 100% sense. Mm-hmm. I love Paul Rudd. He can do no wrong. He is literally America's national treasure. If we had an Eiffel Tower, I say, take it down, throw it in the fucking ocean, put up a giant statue of Paul Rudd. That's why, how much Why we love an him. Eiffel Tower? Because why not the Statue of Liberty? Because we already have like, that. That's the statue of a person. Because that was in Ghostbusters too. so you can't throw that out. You see what I'm that's saying? Meryl Streep. That's <laughs> Meryl Streep. No, I love this. I, I'm I'm very very interested to see how this Ghostbusters 2020 movie comes together. I hope it's good. So far, it's it's hitting on a lot of levels. I'm like, yeah. you got okay, okay. A lot of original cast it coming seems back. Seems like yeah. everything's getting teed up for a great movie. Mm. It's but got I'm a nervous. good cast of real actors. Sounds like they might be writing a real script to it. Uh, my only ask, and I've said this before, I'll say it again, is just leave out. Any sort of eyeglass that doesn't have a lens, just leave it out. Leave it out of the movie. If, he, if your writer really writes like that in there, scene. leave it out. 
Josh, what's your take on the Ghostbusters 2020 movie? I, I effing can't wait. I love <laughs> you can Ghostbusters. Swear. No, no, uh, don't let them. No, no, no. <laughs> um, I just talked about spackling my pants with semen. No, no. You Why do you have to phrase word. things so terribly? Let's move back to the Ghostbusters movie. Josh, give us your opinion. Right, first of all, Paul Rudd, you are 100% correct. Like in, in Paul Rudd, we trust. I think like favorite, a fine wine, man. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. I mean, I saw him backstage at Kimmel one time, and he walked by me, and I was like, what's up, man? He goes, looking great, dude. And I was like, me? I'm looking great? What did I do? First the off, coolest the thing life you live yeah. is no, so he cool. Just, I know, he just started Kimmel a sentence off with, I saw him backstage at Kimmel one time. Oh, my God. You're Not so cool. Not the Jimmy Kimmel show. That was such a name-dropping, lame-ass Kimmel, thing I just said. Kimmel, casual. Like, like no, friends don't, with Kimmel. Don't Like, when apologize. he and Sarah Silverman broke up, you had to figure out which side you were going to be yeah. on. That's how close Team friends you guys Silverman, are. probably. Um, yeah. No, so, yeah. but I agree. Paul Rudd, first of all, Paul Rudd is not that tall, so putting him, like, a full statue of him, you, if you went life-size. How tall is he compared to me? I, I think he's your height. Fuck you. So 5'7", huh? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, Paul Rudd. <laughs> yeah. And so he's good, probably a solid, 20 years a solid foot or two higher than Kevin? Yes. Yeah. Correct. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Two, yeah. Two, <laughs> two, 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 the thing about Paul Rudd is he doesn't take himself seriously. He's like Mark Ruffalo, right? Yeah. Neither of them take themselves seriously. Why would they? They're great, great dudes. They're family guys. Uh, they There isn't one thing about them that is controversial at all, right? And Paul Rudd is that perfect character to go into a... I don't care what he does in the Ghostbusters franchise. He just makes movies better. Ant-Man doesn't work without Paul Rudd. No. I'm sorry. I, I don't think there's any person acting today that makes that role work in that movie. I really don't. That's and Captain America's ass right there. That's America's <laughs> ass. I love, uh, and I, Ant-Man is probably my favorite standalone Marvel Ooh. movie. Don't even give me that Civil War isn't Avengers 2.5. Because Captain America Civil War, Captain America Civil War they're is part, Avengers 2.5. I can, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. But is there an argument against that? I also feel like you're not I feel like putting really, the standalone things make things way really more you're trickier. Not, you're not paying yeah. enough mind also, to Thor Ragnarok also. Uh, yeah, you're right. But, but I, th- I think I could watch both those anytime, anywhere. Also, That's Guardians fair. 1, like on its own. Uh, yeah, you really just opened up a can of worms. Yeah, but Let's Guardians move on. 1 isn't like a... St- there's so many characters in Guardians of the Galaxy. But it is a standalone. You're right. It's let's the same like, Ant-Man let's, has a sequel. Let's write yeah, this back let's, in. Yeah. I'm very excited call, for Paul call, Rudd. <laughs> very excited for Paul Rudd. Uh, very excited to see how this movie shapes up. And uh, I really hope that Reitman uh, pulls it pulls it together. Yeah. Fingers crossed. I've got, I'm excited. And I'm, I can't wait to see more of this movie. Uh, but let's talk about movies that we won't see any more of. <laughs> Mouse Guard, officially canceled. Done. It's over. Gary Whitta. I don't know. Sad about it, maybe. Did he write it? Yeah. No shit. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, he was a writer on it. He was just Sadler. here. Did I ask him anything about it? No. <laughs> we could have literally like, got literally a word from him, but we are not real journalists. An hour ago. With his Nothing. whole family. Nothing. Didn't ask him one thing about Mouse No, Park. no, no. We no. talked about like Twitch streaming. What? Huh. <laughs> you, guys yeah, but, get, um, you guys get Gary Witta, don't ask him. If he would have come in, I, I would. Okay. He's here every but week. But what's really That's cool true. is they put out, um, what is this? Uh, Test footage. Test footage. Thank you. Uh, Bear, why don't you pull this up so we can look at it? Because it looks really cool. And it's one of those things where it's like, well, don't show this whole thing. Jump a little bit forward. We can get the little turtle walking around scene. I want to see the turtle. Yeah. There, no, there, there it is. There the it is. Book, Red Wall. Do you remember Red Wall? No. You know, no. In like 7th, 8th no. grade. No. Oh, this looks fantastic. Look how cool this looks. Oh, man. And just Disney killed it, you know? This looks like such a Disney movie. Yeah. This looks like uh, Fern Gully, but with better graphics. Way don't better graphics. Yeah. Well, no, but he's right. This is... No, I, this, I see it. This gives me <laughs> Secret of Nim vibes, and it yeah. scares me, and I don't like it. Look at this. 
Oh, it's so rad. Look at these giant turtles. Anyway, take it away. I don't want to get striked. Oh, oh, they're trying to keep him going. Barrett, take it do away. They, do you think they ever give him the berry? Yeah, yeah they got him eventually. To Fucking the place psycho mi- mice. Anyways, it looked really cool. It's canceled. It's, now it's done for good. We'll see. We'll see but, where it lands. Because I know they were trying to shop it around to try to get mm-hmm. it more. I mean, we'll see. The fact that this stuff know, has come out, like, that's kind of how Deadpool got made, right? Totally. They leaked, I mean... Footage. I mean, it's been taken down. We had to go find another link for this. Well, footage. correct me if I'm wrong, but this is this is the classic Hollywood. Hey, this movie's in production, and then someone buys the studio, and then the, the new people just shit can all the projects that were happening before, yeah. except for Dark Phoenix, which is like, <laughs> why would you let that one come out? It was done. But not everything. It was. And done. why are we not just? Putting a fucking bullet in the back of New Mutant's head. I that don't thing know. is like I don't a know, zombie man. with no legs. Yeah. It's just trying to crawl towards next meal. Just pow. You know what I mean? Little mm. twenty-two. Don't mm. waste the nine millimeter. Twenty-two. Pow. It just bounces around in there. Bounces around in there. The amount of penalties up against New Mutants right now is insane. The only reason they're going into reshoots is to try and recoup some of that money. I, my theory is that they won't even release it. I feel like they're going to put it out on digital. Oh, they'll mm-hmm. release it. They're going to try to get some movies, money. Not in the theaters. Yeah, that's, what, we're, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, think yeah. I don't know if it's, it's going to hit Hulu. It's going to hit theaters for like a week, and then it's going straight to on demand. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, now that, that with that DGA rule, if you want to get Oscar noms, you got to put in the theater for at least <laughs> of course, a couple of weeks before absolutely. streaming. So you got to do that for New Mutants because that's getting nominated. That's going to get nominated for longest movie ever in production. Poor Maisie Williams. Every time she does a movie or anything outside of Game of Thrones, we're like, I don't know. Well, I mean, but that's every Game of Thrones character. And this is very, I mean, it's indicative of, of a big HBO TV show, right? Like, they, there's, there's, there are not a lot of actors that were on huge shows like that on cable that were able to then transition and have a tremendous movie career. Yeah, I mean, off the top of my head, I don't good? really know any. Yeah, he was in that Bodyguard movie mm. we were yeah. talking about. No, uh, he was, was actually movie, in was actually John. Oh, it's he was a series. Yeah. He, was a, he, was a, uh, he was a side character in that, though. But, I mean, again, he he's, not, he, yeah, he's not, what I'm saying is like, uh, what's her name? Sophie Turner. Who just got it was in Dark Phoenix. Yeah. I, that, that's it for her. Yeah. That's she's not getting another well, big role like that. George Clooney, right, was on ER and then it moved to movies. I'm saying like HBO shows. Big HBO got shows. It, and George it. Clooney's an outlier because not a lot of people yeah. are able to. No, make you're that. right. That's that's the that was also a very well, dumb. Yeah. We were talking about this too Danny of like DeVito? Tom Hanks. What uh was Tom Hanks? That Aaron Close Paul hasn't really done a whole lot since Breaking Bad, kind of in you're that correct. Yeah, and that's the thing. We talked about there was Breaking uh, Kevin was asking about Breaking Bad yesterday because I guess there was some news they were trying to do something else. Yeah, there, there's a tweet that went out that has like it's it's, it's Breaking it's, Bad super fan, yeah. Barrett Courtney in the back itching to get on the mic. It's very sure. okay, Lexi Gunners is Michael B. Jordan from the wire. Lexi, he was like fifteen when he did that movie or that show. And He's also the wire. I mean, but like that doesn't change that though. That what I'm saying like, is what I'm saying is it's tremendously it's tremendously hard. To have a, a huge show like that, and then come off that and continue to have a uh, like mm-hmm. and to be a triple A actor who is opening movies. I don't mean like oh they're not gonna have a career because obviously Aaron Paul's been stuff. Let us never forget Need for Speed. <laughs> Let us never forget that movie. <laughs> yeah, okay. That, that that movie alone just destroyed his movie. But career. that fucked his career up, right? Yeah. And that's what I'm saying with like Maisie Williams, like. I hate to I hate to say it, but whoever at Fox was like, you know what we should do? We should cast all the people from Game of Thrones right now because they're definitely going to carry movies forward, and they're not understanding that when Game of Thrones dies, all of these characters' careers but will New, probably die as well. New Mutants has some other people on it that are like good actors, right? The um, Taylor, I know, and you. Taylor I'll, I'll Joy, put it Taylor this way: Johnson, yeah, she's great. Yeah. She's good, but these mm. people—they're not movie stars. They don't open movies. Like no one's going to. No one's—they're not selling movies based on the strength of their star. Yeah, they need to go yeah, like the Robert, uh, the Robert Pattinson mold of like, okay, so he was Batman. <laughs> he was no, so he was you know he was the Twilight boy, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. if you've seen a, a couple bunch of his indie indies, stuff, yeah. and his, he is fantastic yeah. in these indies. 
And then he gets he gets Batman. Everybody kind of freaks out because they think of of yeah. Twilight. But if you went back and actually watched his body of work, he's a really good effing actor. Like mm-hmm. that dude can act. And I think a lot of those Game of Thrones characters, like a Kit Harrington, who's great at brooding, but we've never mm-hmm. seen him really do anything else. And to be honest with you, he wasn't terrible in Saturday Night Live. He was he was pretty damn good in in Saturday Night Live. He Underutilized can, in the, the the How to Train Your Dragon movies. Totally. Um, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people talk about Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> the Wire. Oh, let, me, let me clarify Michael B. Jordan the Wire. Yes, he was good. He was not the lead of that show. He was not. <laughs> By any stretch of the imagination, right? He was not Stringer Bell, for Christ's sake. He was a side character. He wasn't that, even Marlowe. Spoilers. Yeah. Well, doesn't end that well for him. Just right? don't. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan is a phenomenal actor who built a movie career over the years. Uh, with great movies, not the least of which was Fruitvale Station. He picked a great oh, fucking so project to come out of the gate with and picks really strong projects. What I'm saying is you look at people like, people are saying Frankie Muniz and even Brian Cranston. Who, Frankie Muniz? Frankie, Frankie Muniz? Well, Frankie, Frankie Muniz was retired great at like 24. Show. Brian can't, because they were on the show together. No, Brian no, Cranston, I know, Frankie but like Frankie Muniz was Let's a take, name for take like. Take it out. Let's talk about Brian Cranston, right? Sure. Like, he is not opening movies. That's unfortunate. Mm. He was huge on Breaking Bad, but he is not a triple A movie star that you can, a bankable star that you can open movies here's with. The, here's the, like, I think the, the caveat on mm-hmm. that one is Brian Cranston, he, he did that Trumbo movie, got nominated. Yeah. Cool, but again, okay. that's not like a blockbuster. Right. But you know what Brian Cranston does well is he opens plays on Broadway and sells yeah. those yeah. MFers yep. out every single time he does it. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, you can become a multi-multi-millionaire with Doing good shows on that. Broadway. You can't, yeah. but I don't... I live in New York, so yeah, I can't no. see him. And the last movie that I really remember seeing him in was, I think he played a president at some point. He just did a God, movie he was in Godzilla. Upside Down or he was something? In the, he, he was, was in that Godzilla, first Godzilla, right. and it was so cool because he was the best character, and they fucking yeah. kill him off in the first 10 minutes. They're it's like, wow, now I've got nothing to care about this yeah. movie. So, I don't know. We're, we're off, upside, we're off charts here. Yeah, let's, uh, let's wrangle things back, and let's do some trailer talk. Talking about some trailers call. that we watched. No, I do have a call in three minutes. Oh. Uh, are you gonna leave or? Oh yeah, I have to. Uh, Josh, you want to sub in for you? Have you seen any of these trailers? Did you watch the Charlie's Angels trailer? Oh yeah. yeah okay, get cool. In get in here. Yes. Get in here. All right. Well, the first one we're talking about. I hope you watch this. Is did you just drink three diet cokes? They're the little baby ones. ones. It's only the same as two diet cokes. I think two. Yeah. Right. Twenty four ounces. Oh, you're <laughs> I know what you're thinking. You're like, are we drinking on this next show? Oh, yeah, we, we are. are. We got bourbon yesterday. <laughs> Is it because you're here? Who knows? <laughs> Who you guys knows? know me. Thanks for All having right. me on. I, you know, I, I mean, I watch your shows. I love you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. of course. Aww. I mean, I, I mean, you know, I came up here on a whim just to hang out with Scarpino, and I feel like I became really good buddies with all you guys. So. I, I, yeah, I'm so fun. happy that you did that because yeah. you're fantastic. Oh, you guys are fantastic. Thanks, a man. A beam of <laughs> glorious, warm sunlight. Ah, thanks. Yeah. You guys are, too. This is great. And all your right. wife is amazing, too. So Thank you. You guys are all great. Uh, so the first trailer I wanted to talk about is the current war. The you watched this trailer? War. A current war? No, I didn't even. Um, I don't think so. I the it. trailer itself, not a well-made trailer. Okay. Way too long. The first minute and a half, I thought was cool. Yeah. Oh wait, no, I've seen this. This is the Nikola Tesla thing. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes, yes. Who are the yeah. actors in it? We uh, got some Benedict oh, Cumberbatch, some Michael Shannon, who I really like. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Hoult. in it too. Mm, interesting. Mm. So the reason why this got buried, as you can see, mm. one of the producers on the film Harvey Weinstein. was Harvey Weinstein. Mm. Was and this? Has, did this come get made? Oh, 2017. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So I had it. no idea. When you see stuff like this, uh, a lot of it has to do with penalties on actors, right? So if it doesn't go, they have to pay them like a big sum if it doesn't go to theaters, uh, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like let's just release it, and at least we'll make some money back, yeah, so yeah. we don't have to pay the penalty. The trailer looked interesting. It seemed like yeah. a cool story. It's it's about uh, 
Edison and Tesla kind of going to war. Totally. Uh, mm-hmm. Which AC or DC current? What what are we going to be using? Yeah. Um, but it's just a too long. I wish they had cut the trailer in half. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely interested to see this movie. I'm you can say Tom Holland's in it. Yeah. Tom. And the thing with these these I love. You know, biopics. Mm-hmm. I love uh, true life stories. Anything. I love historical. You know, not even fiction. Like historical, nonfiction, scripted, whatever. I love those movies. But you can tell by a trailer like this that the movie is going to be really long. Yeah. Yeah. And a little too long for you know to really make. As soon as you see a runtime, they, they've on got it. a good cast that yeah. I'm interested to see to like see them together. Runtime, 107 minutes. That's oh, it? that's not even that bad. Holy that's what I think it's just a really which poorly made trailer. Particularly short. Wow. Mm. I would have thought you would have said 177. <laughs> yeah, that's also what I was thought. <laughs> Almost three hours of Tesla versus Edison. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know a ton about the story. All I know is that Edison lived in It's New an Jersey interesting and, story. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, There's a lot of back and forth. The fact like, that it's shorter very... makes me a little bit more interested in sure. seeing it. Sure, I'll give it to you. Me too. And Nikola Tesla, uh, you know. Crazy. The, He's yeah, crazy. Crazy person. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. Crazy ideas. And like the, the like some of his journal entries of like some things that he worked on, like a machine that would tap against the wall at the right frequency and it made everything shake. It's like, did that happen? <laughs> Or is yeah. he just crazy? Did he create earthquakes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, he's cool. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not a huge, uh, wait, who's the guy that plays him? Nicholas Nick Holt? Nicholas yeah. Holt. I'm Who not was going to be the other yeah. Batman? Right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, he was in that Warm Bodies movie, right? Yeah. Is that what uh-huh. he yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also yeah. in X-Men. The... Yeah, he's Beast. Yeah, he's Beast. Yeah. Yeah, and, he's, just... and he's the young kid in About a Boy. Oh, that's right. Shout out to Hugh Grant. Yeah, solid movie. Really good stuff. Current war. Yeah. Have, you guys, have you guys seen Reef Break on ABC? I don't know. I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a commercial for it last night. It looks terrible. All right. Oh, next trailer it. we're going to talk about is The Good Liar. The Good Liar. Meryl Streep. Nope. No? Nope. No, you're right. Helen Mirren. Yep. That's who I meant. Helen Mirren and Ian, what's his last name? McKellen? Yeah. From Lord X-Men. of the Rings. Oh, also see? Also Everybody's X-Men. got their thing. If, if you are right down the middle, if I say Ian McKellen, somebody always says X Men or somebody says Lord of the Rings. Nobody is like, oh, from. Well, no, here we hate Lord of the Rings. So, yeah. it's oh, true. really? Yeah. Except Andy, who's a it's fucking a lot of idiot. I mean, honestly, he just does that for the internet. It's really? Just a lot yeah. of he See, talks I, a lot of shit about Lord of the Rings when the cameras are off. Oh wow! No, that's a Classic lie. Classic Andy. I didn't want to. I didn't want to commit to that. <laughs> what, what a jerk! Yeah. No. I, yeah. I, so I don't like the Hobbit movies that much, but I do like Lord of the Rings Two Towers. I'm a pretty do you big think Lord of Two Towers. It's better than Clerks. Clerks. I'm just saying yeah. right now we had to sit. We shouldn't be doing this now. But if we had to sit down and it's like here's Clerks or, or here's Lord of any the of the Lord of the Rings movies, which which one would you want to see? Be honest with yourself and us because they're out there watching. You know, we both know. I can feel it. I can feel the answer. Let it come out. Let it just bubble out of you. Uh, clerks. That's yeah. right. Yeah. This is why we bring Josh on. I love Clerks. Like, I effing love uh, Clerks. Because Clerks is amazing. Yes. Let's talk about this trailer briefly. Okay, sorry. Me sorry. and Joey saw this in the theaters yesterday. Yeah. And yeah. it piqued my interest. Yeah. It's, uh... This kind of looks a little bit like The Wife. Did you watch that Glenn Close movie? Where she no, I did not. It was nominated for an Oscar last she, year, yeah. And she won the Golden Globe but lost the Oscar to, mm. um... The Favreault, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, that's Olivia right. Coleman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, she gave a good speech, though. Didn't she, though? So yeah. If you, 
If you guys don't watch the show, I'm sorry, I'm taking this off track. But if no, you guys don't watch the show, matter. Fleabag. If you guys, oh, I, do, I did watch the show. It's fantastic, and she is, is hysterical in that show. I mean, she plays an out. She plays the outlandish mother-in-law that's like a total weirdo kind of a bitch kind of a thing. She's incredible in that show, and and then you see her in, in the Fav route, and just I, call I, it the favorite. <laughs> the don't fav, do these nicknames. No, that. It's how they spell it. She deserved that Oscar, I yeah. think. But yeah. this this movie does look uh, very, very older period piece kind of, you know, those Helen yeah. Mirren type of. Yeah. 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 I'm a sucker for any con artist movie. Uh-huh. Me Whether too. it's like Catch Me If You Can, even going back to like The Sting, all of those, mm. sign me up. Yep. Plus Heron, Helen Mirren, she's great. And I, I like the way that the trailer was just like, hey man, here's the information. This yeah. guy's definitely trying to screw this lady. What's going to happen? Yeah. I dig. Yeah. And do you guys like movies like The Italian Job? Do you like yeah. The Italian Are you? Job? Okay. <laughs> Love okay. it. All right. Good, good, good. Good, good high school. Do I, every time I see a Mini Cooper, do I think of that scene where of they're like racing around? Absolutely. Yeah. In the yes. house? Do you know how many yeah. times I see Mini Coopers in the city? A lot. Yes. I spend a good, good portion of my here. day yeah. thinking about The Italian yep. Job. Yep. All right. So we're excited for this good liar. Yeah. Sign yeah. me up. All right. Excellent. Let's now, talk about the most exciting one. There we go. The last one. Charlie's Angels. Guys. Angels. They're effing back. I know. I missed them. I okay. Was Full Throttle bad? <laughs> no, S- sort of. You know, but, but do we you knew still what it like was. It? But yes, yeah. And we got the Beyonce Destiny's Child song. Bless. Do you think that we're gonna get another like anthem? Okay. From well, we this? saw at the end of the trailer, right? That there, there's like yeah, yeah. music from Ariana Grande, yeah. Lana Del Rey, God, Miley. So, I think are the three. Yeah. They, I think they're not teasing us with Beyonce yet because they want us at the end of it to have like a fresh Beyonce Charles Charlie's Angel song. I don't know, man. You don't that think seems so? like that's. Do you think that's, she's too big for that uh, now? Maybe. I think she's too big for that, really? and I think that like this movie's too small for it. You know? Damn. Yeah. So, but she's singing all that music in Lion King. You think Lion King's bigger than Charlie's? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Fuck yeah, out of here. Don't even give you the whole question without laughing. <laughs> but uh, what, what do we think about this trailer? It looks fun, right? Fun. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't. Think no? it's gonna be good? What? No, but I didn't say I'm that. Still I'm still excited about say, it. I, I thought it was gonna be good. Oh, none of us thinks it's above <laughs> like a seven on the IMDb star. No. Absolutely. Is Mick G tied to this one too, or is no. he out? No. Dang it. Okay, exactly. I really like yeah. it. But here's the cool thing in this one. What I think is there's multiple Bosleys. So Jaimon Hansu is a is a Bosley. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Banks is a Bosley who Love also her. directed it. You yeah. Know, mm-hmm. It's her directorial debut. Debut. Um, for who the other Bosley that they put in it's an older guy yeah Patrick, yeah, Patrick Stewart. Stewart you forgot about Patrick Stewart Sorry. Yeah, wow Sir okay. Patrick Stewart and then you mock his baldness wow oh my gosh I mean I'm eventually going to be bald I like <laughs> this is what I, I think it's a badass move <laughs> <laughs> also, something that I had completely forgotten about, Noah Centineo in this movie. Yes. Yeah. Also very excited. Centineo. Um, do we know who the third angel is? Am I missing what she's so from? I th- um, apparently she's in some British show that I've never seen we before. we got Jasmine Aladdin. slash the Pink Ranger. Yeah, Jasmine mm-hmm. Pink Ranger. We got Kristen Stewart. Yeah, who's... Who the opening scene is badass. Like, I've always enjoyed her. She me too. She has a very monotone kind of way of acting. Yeah. But I think that it fits. Yeah. Been. This totally. does look like fun. And her hair looks cool. Yeah. I mean, I would love I, and you don't see it in the trailer, but you've mm. got to imagine that there's like a Drew Barrymore, Lucy Liu, or Cameo, right? I yeah, mean, Cameron Diaz. Cameron somewhere Diaz. In there. They're, they've got to be somewhere. I'm interested to see what so. they do with that. Maybe like one of they're one of the Bosleys or something, or one of them is. I feel like out of Bosleys. all of them, I can see Drew Barrymore coming totally. back the most. Mm-hmm. And that makes me excited. She was sort of our lead angel, wasn't she? Drew Barrymore? Or was it Cameron Diaz? No, it was Cameron Diaz. Like was, uh, or was it Lucy Liu? I feel like they were pretty, no, pretty like sure. evenly split. Yeah. I don't know about that. 
Okay. Also, shout out to Charlie's Angels for introducing me to Sam Rockwell. Oh, yeah. Mm. That was my favorite, that okay. shake and bake scene. Yeah, that's oh, good so stuff. Good. I like the scene when they're welding on the boat at the beginning of Full With Tom Throttle. Green? Oh, no, 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 <laughs> the boat. The boat. Yeah, it's a pretty good scene. Oh, man. Charlie's Angels. The Pussycat Dolls part. Yeah. Gosh, Charlie's so Angels good. has brought us like way more joy than you would have thought. Right? 10 years ago or 12 years ago, whenever the last movie aired, was it 2003? So, yeah, fuck, 16 years ago. Jeez. That we would still be talking about Charlie's Angel and yeah. this excited about a third movie, like a reboot of it. Come on. Sign me up. Yeah. Is it Tim that had Charlie's Angels posters all over his room? Yeah, he had so many of them. Uh, like the, 17 the of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what happened. I think they found a bunch. Maybe they, No, you know what? I think they bought them. I think they went and bought them and impressive. he put it all over his room. It's like when you, or when you go to the movie and they give you like the freebies. Yeah. No, no, it's just the full size. Full size posters. Theatrical posters. <laughs> yeah. it. was wow. uh, It was something interesting. Brand. That's fantastic. Yeah. I yeah. Either way. I'm excited yeah. for this. I hope I just my biggest wish is that we get a good song out of it. Mm. We're gonna get a single. Yeah. They're not I mean they're I mean, not weren't they playing kind of the single throughout the trailer? Yeah. Is it the single? Do we know? I think it's the Ariana Grande song in the trailer, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Because they mention so. her. If first. they bring her in the movie at some point, that'd be so cool. Yes. Oh. So cool. Her, Miley, any of those people. Yeah. Aquafina. Bring her in. We saw an Aquafina trailer last night that looked incredible. It's a movie we oh, talked uh, about. Before. Farewell. The yeah. Farewell, yeah. It looks yeah. incredible. It looks I've heard it's fantastic. Yeah. I heard that the two movies that uh, we really like can't miss that are going totally under under the radar are Late Night and The Farewell. Really? Late Night? Yeah, Inter late no night way. It's great. Yeah, late Night's trailer work, looks awful. Awful, but I've heard it's fantastic. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's are you going to see Midsummer? Will not see Midsummer. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is too close to get out for me. Oh, man. Because you saw Get Out him. wasn't scary. Get Out was effing terrifying. Yeah, okay. Get Out was scary. I agree Get with Out? Him. I just didn't. Oh, wait. Sorry. I'm thinking not. You think of the other one? Are you thinking of Us? Yeah. No. Us was absolutely us was, terrifying. Yeah, but I didn't feel like both Get Out was. Both of them were scary. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, they were both very scary. I feel remember like it was when a he's in thriller. his mind and can't move? But it's terrifying. Not like a lot of jump scares. No, but it's No, but still it's the scary. long scares that you go home with. Yeah. And you're just sitting there being like, what if? Interesting. Yeah. Like I, I don't go to my in-laws without thinking something yeah. weird. Is <laughs> <not>. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. All right. You got? Now I'm going to tell you what is out on streaming services Love that it. caught my interest. Oh. Tell me. These are for United States region. So if you're somewhere <laughs> Sorry, else, international look it up. People. But look it up because there's always good stuff out there. Sorry, <laughs> international people. On Hulu, we've got Broad City, the complete season five. True Grit. The movie? 2010, yeah. Oh, nice. The yeah. girl from yeah, Pitch yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Amazon Prime, we have Juliet Naked, which is a, a movie about that. some guy who's like obsessed with a musician, and then the musician meets him and steals his girl. Huh. And it like the trailer oh, it has Rose Byrne in it. was like interesting. That. And Ethan Hawke. Stuck in a long-term relationship with Duncan, an obsessive fan of obscure rocker Tucker Crow. When blah, blah blah blah, life changing encounter. He meets. I feel like we've like I've seen this trailer. I, I think, yeah, we've seen the trailer. Oh, it's a I'm Nick like, Hornby book. That's oh, there you go. <laughs> that gives some context just, to what you're getting into. Mm -hmm. it's not it was bad. an interesting trailer, and uh, I wanted to throw it out there. Also, the Spy Who Dumped Me is on Amazon Prime. Okay, a movie Honestly, we talked about today. Yeah, way better than I ever expected. Interesting, it to be. interesting. I, I have I like I have this love hate relationship with Kate McKinnon. Like yep. a lot of times I freak out for her and then other times I'm kind of like, did you have to be that weird? I like did how weird she be, is. Yeah. Every time I'm really? just having such a blast. See, and there's there's those Every camps time, too yeah. is people just live for her. I yeah. like her. I think they just need to use her strategically. Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. think that they didn't yesterday. I agree. 
Oh, you guys saw yesterday. Yeah, mm-hmm. yesterday. Think? I enjoyed it. Oh, I liked yesterday. it. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think I was gonna like it as much as I did. Yeah, because I'm not like a huge Beatles fan. I mean, I like mm-hmm. them. I get the Beatles, but uh, <laughs> like I understand they're very important in the history of rock and roll. But I'm not like one of those diehard Beatles fans. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, this can. But I, I, I enjoyed it. The, yeah. The lead actor, don't know his name. No one does. Mesh Patel. Yeah, he is. There it is. He's a very charismatic dude. Like, yeah, absolutely. Very, very and absolutely. he's not really been in anything, as far as I no. remember, right? No. no. He and, seems familiar. But I don't know from what. Ed Sheeran back acting after the Gosh, Game of Thrones. Oh, man. So I didn't even mention how much I enjoyed Ed Sheeran in all of the movies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he has EastEnders. A, a very, That's what he's in. Very, what is it? EastEnders. EastEnders. Oh, EastEnders. Uh, he has a fantastic scene where they have the like the bet. Yeah. The, like the, the, the ending of that scene I thought was some phenomenal acting on his end. He's, mm-hmm. He is a very, again, obviously, I mean, he's sold a billion albums. He's a very mm. charismatic dude, and he's great on camera. He should have never gotten that hate from Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones was, fans are yeah, like Star Wars fans. Very toxic at points. Yeah. Yeah. Well, slow down, okay? What? Slow down with the Star Wars fans. No, yeah, Star Wars fans are, are toxic. No, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if something bad Chill happens, out, dude, all right? they nope. put a... Chill out with your hot takes, oh, no. okay? Just it's not your can only of worms, hot take. Josh! Yeah, we, there's a lot of landmines. Well, we, t- we talked about it the movies. last time I was up here about your hatred of Last Jedi. Okay, okay, yeah. we're just going to We're not supposed to talk gonna, about that on no, air. I know, I know. get all worked up, oh, okay. like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but your your story about the whole thing is the very rash, funny. yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. rash, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, all right, moving so, on, moving yeah. on. Sweet, Julian, I think where's it streaming? Amazon Prime. Oh, mm-hmm. I totally watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we have uh, on Netflix, we've got Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Very exciting oh, stuff. That's huge. Yeah. All right, movies out near you in mm-hmm. theaters. Annabelle comes home. Nope. Mm-mm. Oh heck yeah! I just uh, rewatched uh, The Conjuring nope. this week. Gosh, I hate them. I hate the Paul loves those Greg movies so much. Greg and I are trying I so hard to and push Conjuring that. in review. I hate that but so much. But you kind of like scary movies. No, I don't. I, I mean, have just, to go and watch them. Yeah, Midsummer is does an the, exception. Does the wife like them? She loves them. Mm-hmm. You know. And then I got to sit That's there tough. and pretend I'm not a coward. Yeah. You know, it's. I have no such hopes yeah. of ever pretending I'm not a coward when it comes to <laughs> scary movies. No. Even oh. if you see them at home, no. Oh man. Okay. Quick story. Uh, yeah, I, I saw The Conjuring at home. Yeah, uh-huh. it's on Netflix right now. Yeah, a couple of friends came over uh, that I work with, and they were like, "Listen, we're gonna set up some cameras, and we're gonna have them. We're gonna watch you watch The Conjuring." Mm-hmm. And they sat on my couch, and they pulled out. It was at night. You guys, I didn't want to go back in my apartment for like three or four days because I still <laughs> thought that that witch with the clap was in there. I that movie, the movie still haunts me to this day. Heredit- like, uh, hereditary, like. Screwed up Tim so much that he like locked his bedroom door yeah. whenever he was home alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, I just don't want to risk it. We went uh, across, we, our office is in Burbank. It was uh, during the day. We went across the street. Again, this has become this thing in our office. Like, let's mess with Josh and send him to a scary movie. So we went into Hereditary. There was three of us. And then there was six, this was in the sun. There were six teenage girls in like the front row, right? And then us in the kind of way, way back. And we're walking out, and this teenage girl, couldn't have been more than 15, was like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, I'm keeping the show on track. Yeah. Uh, yesterday also came out. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it. I yeah. recommend it. And then also Ophelia is coming out. I don't know this is, is the the Daisy Ridley movie. Oh. Uh, the Hamlet through Ophelia's perspective. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. It looks really heady and mind-trippy. Um, if I had time, I would go check it out. I'm not a Shakespeare guy. and. It's, I just can't. My mind doesn't equate mm. Shakespeare. Mm. Why are you a big Shakespeare? No, guy? no, not at all. I just <laughs> wanted to give you a stern look. He says one thing <laughs> about last judge. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, now it's time for your topics. Last week I asked, um, "Are you going to watch Endgame again?" Everybody said yes. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So it's being re-released. 
People are really excited to go see it. So, it. are you going to go to the re-release? Yeah, I'm uh, going uh, tomorrow. Whoa, nice! I'm, really, I'm bummed because I, I don't have time to go. I probably won't. I mean, how long is the re-release going to be in theater? Three hours and oh no, no, no I, I don't know. I think it's just for like four days. Yeah, five oh, days. wow, they know how to make that. They just want to get above Avatar. Yeah, they want to beat Avatar. And it's I smart. hope it's that genius. they do. Me I too. hope that they do. Me too, because I'm not an Avatar yeah. fan at all. So uh, the nanobiologist. Says, I'm actually going to see it in four hours, so yes, I'm in. Uh, Charles N. says, I've seen Endgame seven times, and yes, I'm going to <laughs> seven for the re release. I'm looking forward to get to 10 once f- uh, for each Avenger that went back in time. Well, let's stop there. <laughs> A little spoiler. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, according to that, it doesn't matter. Let's move on. And then Chris says, 100%, I would see this re release. Both of the both to see the extra content and help the push over past Avatar. Sadly, it isn't at any theater near me. Mm. I suppose I could go watch it at a normal version and for the fourth time. And you, I'm you kind of surprised AMC's <laughs> didn't get I thought you were in on this re-release. <laughs> I know, I'm just go ahead. Sorry. AMC and, did and get on the re-release. Yeah, yeah. I. It's interesting. So yeah. go and check. Make sure that it's not like there now and you just didn't see it earlier because it may be there. Yeah. What do you have to say? No, no. I, and you know they're going to re-release it before Oscar time, too. They're going to release it like a month. If it, if it, if it happens to leave theaters before Oscar time, because it may not, um, they're going to re-release it again because they want to get at least, I would imagine, a Best Picture. I would imagine uh, Robert Downey Jr. Best Supporting. They're not going to put him in Best Lead Actor. I think they'll do Best Supporting because of the ensemble cast nature of it. Yeah. And then they'll get nominated for every special effect. Obviously. Best Supporting is a great place where they could, totally. they have yeah. a real chance. Totally. And, and maybe, it'd be really cool to watch a superhero movie get. Yeah, and maybe even oh. um, Best Supporting for uh, Christopher Evans. Chris Evans. Chris Evans, yeah? Yeah, mm. as Captain America. But they're, they're pushing Tony Stark for sure. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, I mean, yeah. It's, it's a body of work, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Alrighty, for next week's topic, I'm really bummed about um, Mouse Guard getting canceled. Mm. Seeing that, talking to Gary about it, which I didn't do, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't do it today. It actually getting canceled. Uh, it, it's a real bummer. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks cool. What like movies have gotten canceled that you were really excited for? Let me know. Patreon.com slash kind of funny. Right. Do you have an answer? Right. No, no, no. That's not how it works. Oh. Right in next but we're week. We're not going to okay, get Right in next week. I'll call in. You. Okay, call perfect. Call and leave Gray, or Nick a message and we'll play it. Nick! Call at about 1248 <laughs> yes. p.m. Oh next Friday. Got it. Got it. All right. Thank you so much for watching with us. If you want to follow us on the social medias, you can go at Josh McCuga. There it is. Oh, it's really easy. Good job. Yeah, Thanks. Or at Joy Noel. There it is. Or <laughs> at Kind of Funny Kevin. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Go out to the movies and watch yesterday because it's fun. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. See you next week. See you next week. <laughs>